Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Wing It Worldwide podcast. My name is Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. And today, Emily, we're going to a very exciting place. We're going to Seoul, South Korea. How awesome. I love that place. Now, first of all, what is with the pronunciation of Seoul? It looks like Seoul. How come it isn't Seoul? I don't know. Maybe it has to do with the language. I guess. But I don't see anything else written in Korean that's like E-O-U-L. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of Korean folks out there throwing things at their iPod going, you idiot, you know. Right. Yeah, we're not native Korean speakers, so you're going to have to forgive us a little bit on this show. Right. All I know is, man, they had that like changing of the guard ceremony. And the guy at the beginning was playing that little trumpet that, to my Western ears, sounded like the little trumpet they play in Looney Tune cartoons. Like the And I know I'm probably completely disrespecting somebody's culture somewhere. Right. But, I mean, it was really cool. I mean, they came out and they had all this incredible pageantry going on. And right. And the beautiful, not costumes, but their, their uniforms, red and just awesome. It was. It was a beautiful place. It was a beautiful ceremony. And the culture is really rich over there. It's like 600 years old. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. And if I remember correctly, you were sort of dressed like the guards. Well, yes. You had the same colors on. You took the picture of them and you look like twins. You took the picture with them? We did. That's right. I think we have that on the blog, don't we? We We do. We should. I believe we do. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about Korea. I think a lot of people, they really want to go to Hong Kong. They really want to go to China. They really want to go to Singapore and even like places like Cambodia. And kind of like Taiwan, Seoul, Korea is one of those like, you know, afterthoughts. Right. Well, as my son said, he's worried about going there because he's like, well, what am I going to eat? Oh, well, the food in Korea is different than the food in Japan or China. It's its own kind of food, but it's yummy. Right. And it's not even the same as it is here. I've been to one of the uh, Korean places here to eat the food and it did not taste the same to me. It no. tasted so much better there. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to be fed dog unless no. you go to North Korea and ask for it. Right. Um, sweet you can, meat. Sweet meat. That's another whole podcast. But one thing I did notice about uh, Seoul, Korea is if you eat their food wrong. They will be sure to tell you about it. I mean, it's- you know, people, you will hear silverware clanking in the plates and people getting up and going, no, 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 no. Like we really messed up the bibimbap dish. <laughs> well, it's like someone opening up an umbrella inside the house. Or having a cat <laughs> walk under your your uh, your ladder, you know it's a cat it, walk under your ladder. Or a cat you don't walk path. under the ladder, and the black cat, <laughs> the cat doesn't walk, walk in front of you. you. Yeah, if a black right. cat walks under the ladder, you're really in trouble. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, right. it's like it's like as if there's a superstition. If you eat it wrong, they have to make sure you do it right. It's hilarious. I mean, anytime you eat something wrong, they're like indignant. They're like, no, 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 and they're like, they show you, and then they give you a smile, and everybody gives a peace sign at the right. end. And we needed the help anyway. We so. needed the help. We needed all the help we, we could get. We were like, get. okay, so how do we eat this? And thank goodness, or everybody was more than happy to show us. But the food was good. The yes, beer it is was. height. Height beer. Yes. We yes. had plenty of that. Plenty of height beer. And the way we got there was we flew there from Japan on Korean Air. And we didn't go all the way to Narita Airport and fly all the way to Incheon Airport because those two major international hubs are each like an hour and a $200 cab ride away from the city center. So we went to Haneda Airport, which is closer into Tokyo center, and flew to the Gimpo Airport, which is closer into the uh, Seoul Korea city center. And it was a 747-400, which is a huge plane, of course, if you're not familiar, full of people. And they were all basically Korean and Japanese people. Tourists don't even know about that flight. And it was cheap. And it took place at night. So you got there 
probably about 10 o'clock at night, which was convenient because we could spend the whole day in Japan before we went there. But when we got there and we got in the cab and the driver didn't know how to find the hotel and started wandering around the back streets of this neighborhood, yeah, we were worried. what's going to happen. It was still early in our travels. Yeah. Well, that was our second major trip. So we weren't really the travel veterans that we are these days. But one thing that really used to be so unnerving to us would be to arrive someplace at night. Okay. And see this really weird, funky place that we're going right. to stay at and going, oh my goodness, what did we just get ourselves it into? It looks like the ghetto, you know? And you get out and you're like, oh, geez. We're going to die. Gonna get knifed. This is the worst neighborhood ever. How did we find this place on TripAdvisor? And how in the world did it get such good reviews? <laughs> and then you walk into the place and everybody, it's again, warm. it's it's serene, you know? And you walk in there, it's like, oh, you know, welcome. And everything's red and black and golden. and Modern. And they put you in the room and there's a switch. And you're like, what's this switch for? Okay. And they have bamboo floors. I know. And they're heated. My favorite. I love heat. And this was December. Okay. It was cold, man. Korea is a cold place. Like New York State cold. Oh, yeah. And you windy. Know? And windy. It is. So in December, this is getting pretty chilly. Mm-hmm. And man, those heated floors, we didn't want to leave the hotel room. No. And me, walk barefoot? Big screen TVs. Oh, yeah. You were even walking barefoot in the hotel room, which is a huge- No, no. Huge thing. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens is the next morning we wake up, get breakfast, we go outside, and it's this vibrant, beautiful neighborhood with people smiling and people children. selling flowers and children running around. It's like, we're so stupid. Right. This place is safe. It's like one of those old cartoons. Again, here, I got the cartoon theme going on right. in this show for some reason, where the guy's head turns into a donkey. You know, it's like, hee-haw. You know, I just feel like an idiot. Walk right down a few blocks and there's the subway. Hop the subway and go wherever we wanted. Oh, subway system was wonderful there. Yes. Awesome. Now, one thing we have to talk about before time runs out on us is going to the DMZ. And what we did was to go to the DMZ, which is, of course, the uh, the tensest border in the world. Yeah, and you have so to reserve say. it early. So you have to reserve it early. Before you go on vacation, be sure to reserve it. We went through the USO office with mm-hmm. the U.S. military, had a great tour. But, man, bad luck just befell us that day. <laughs> it was rainy and foggy, and you couldn't see anything across the border. And then because of freaking H1N1 virus concerns. You couldn't go into the, the meeting room. No, the UN meeting room was shut down. We couldn't even go across the table and go into North Korea. It was such a bummer. And you wanted to be there so badly. Oh, I know. I wanted to say I'd been to North Korea so badly. But? But, you know, six years later, we were vindicated. Yes. That's another show. Suffice it to say, we visited the DMZ from the north. Looking at the south. Looking at the south, and we got to go into the meeting room, and it was a sunny day and all is well. But man, that was such a frustrating day. But it was still a wonderful day. And you know, the U.S. servicemen that did that tour, they were so straight-laced. Oh, yeah. I don't want an international incident. And you know, you all need to behave yourselves, and this, that, and the other. And they took us down into the tunnels, remember, the North mm-hmm. Koreans built? Where you have to watch your head, not bump it. Oh, yeah. The tunnels, bumping your head was more dangerous than anything else. But this wasn't one of those tours where they take you to a jade factory. This was legit. I mean, they kept you busy doing what you wanted to do that whole time, and it right. was worth it. No empty fluff. No empty fluff at all. You know, you got to buy a t-shirt and a hat and support the U.S. military, rah, rah, hoo you know, all that good stuff. Tea leaves and all. Tea leaves. That's yeah, right. there's tea leaves. They there's did. there's a tea plant down there between the demilitarized zone, and people are allowed to go there, cultivate it, and sell it and make a profit. And they sell it there at the store that they take you to. Now it's definitely an intense tour. 
It's probably not for everybody, but you know, it's not like you're going to get shot at. You don't really feel unsafe at any given moment. It's really interesting, you know, to watch those Korean guys, you know, lined up looking across at the North guys. And, you know, the first time you go, it's really kind of a solemn thing, but mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend it. Another thing that I really liked about Seoul, Korea, and I didn't expect at all was the quality of their shows. Like the entertainment, it's like they have like a Broadway, West End kind of district there where you go and watch shows. Nanta. Yeah, we watched a show called Nanta that actually had played in New York off Broadway called Cookin' or something. Right, but it wasn't quite marketed right here. Oh, couldn't have been because it was one of the most amazing shows I've ever seen in my entire life. They do a great job. So visit the theater. It'd be worth it. Yeah, Nanta was a show where they had a troop of people and they have just a couple hours to prepare this feast. You know, on short notice, it's a comedy. But what makes the show so amazing is the visual talent of everybody throwing things around and beating on drums and synchronicity. And they're they're doing chopping stuff up and and making music at the same time and throwing things. And in the course of that entire two hour show, which takes place in real time, they have two hours to prepare the meal. Right. And they're all cooking, you know, as fast as they can. And um, they never dropped one thing and never made a single mistake. It was amazing. And they have like six different troops of people who do this show. And it was as high quality of any stage production I've ever seen in my entire life. It was absolutely something else. Yep. The other thing I enjoyed about Seoul, Korea is the nighttime. You go down that street and you have all the f- street food was just. Oh, the, yeah. My Young Dong. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, that's crickets. Oh, time is short. Yeah. But that night market called, you know. This is going to make all the uh, preschoolers and us laugh, but it's called My Young Dong. Yes. Probably one of the most amazing street markets ever. And that's right there in the middle of Seoul. Beautiful, beautiful. Again, Korea is one of those places that we could talk about for hours. Mm -hmm. There's plenty more to talk about. And plenty more at the blog at www.wingitworldwide.com. You can hit front slash podcast for the show notes and link to the blog from there. Sign up for our two free special reports. And once again, if you like the show, Please give us a review on iTunes, and we want to hear from you. Please email us at scottandemily at wingitworldwide.com. We answer our email, and we want to hear from you. Yes, we'd love to hear from you. Until we talk to you again real soon, this is Scott. And this is Emily. Be good. And have fun. The Wing It Worldwide podcast is copyright X and Y Communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Remember, you can go to the show notes page at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. There you'll find out much more about all the destinations talked about by Scott and Emily on this show. Remember, if there's anything left out that you wanted to hear, chances are you'll find it there. It's all at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. This is Ed Roy Odom speaking for the Wing It Worldwide Podcast. Until next time, be good and have fun.